From Upstate Medical University, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. Luke Probst, Director of Pharmacy at Upstate University Hospital, is here to talk with me today about a recent report from Excellus Blue Cross Blue Shield that showed four out of ten people do not take their medications as prescribed. Thanks for being here to talk about this. Hi, Amber. Thanks for having me. So the technical term they use is medication adherence. What does that mean? So adherence is a term that technically uh, describes the act of a patient filling or refilling a prescription. Um, in, in some realms, folks may hear the term compliance, uh, which is similar, but compliance often refers to the act of taking medications as prescribed or taking their medications on schedule. Uh -huh. So uh, very often those terms are, are used interchangeably, but there are nuanced differences between them. And they're both important. I mean, adherence, Absolutely. filling it, actually filling the prescription and then complying by taking it. Correct. Yeah. So and it taking really is, it the right way. Right. It really is a two-step process. Uh, you know, a, a prescriber who chooses to use a medication in a patient uh, needs to get that patient to, to get the medicine. Uh, that's the adherence part of, of getting the medication uh, filled. Uh, and then the equally important element is for the patient to take it as prescribed. So what are some reasons why people would not, I mean, if they get a prescription from a, a doctor, would they just not fill it because they can't afford it? Or are there other reasons? Sure. There certainly are a variety of reasons why uh, patients may be non-adherent. Uh, and some of that may have to do with affordability. Um, it could involve their, their own health beliefs or, or what we call health literacy, uh, which really describes their understanding or lack of understanding of the importance of that medication and the importance of taking it properly. So the doctor may prescribe something, but for whatever reason, the patient doesn't leave understanding really what the drug is supposed to do or Correct. how important it is. Correct. Or, or they may feel that, well, gee, I'm, I felt... Uh, unwell, and so I'm taking this medicine in the short term, but now that I'm feeling better, I really don't see the benefit of it, and I don't think it's important for me to take it. And, and that really goes to the idea of their understanding uh, or health literacy, as we call it. Okay. All right. So there are certainly other, other issues that can contribute. Patients uh, may be forgetful, and whether that relates to um, their, their condition uh, associated with dementia or, or Alzheimer's disease, or it's just uh, an, any one of us who live our, our busy days that forget to take their, their medicines at a regular time of day. Um, that, that has an impact as well. Um, there are certainly the cost elements, which we could spend hours talking about in the current uh, healthcare environment, how expensive some medications are. And, and that often forces patients to choose between one medication or another or to choose between taking their medication and having food on the table. Now, what about um, some medications have sort of um, instructions on how to take them, like mm -hmm. take them with food or take them without food or don't take them, uh, swallow them, don't chew them or things like that. Is, do, you, right. do you run into problems with people not following precisely how to take it, or does that matter as much? Um, all of those things do matter, and I think a lot of that confusion may come with uh, what is often an information overload situation. If, if you talk about patients going from a hospital setting back to home, uh, they're inundated with instructions on how to manage their condition that not only includes medications but all other aspects of their daily living. Uh, if you're talking about a patient who's, who's at home, 
home and who goes to the pharmacy to get a prescription filled for the first time, they'll get a several page leaflet and their prescription bottle will contain instructions with a number of stickers on them. And, and that in and of itself sometimes creates an information overload that will just be confusing enough to um, you know, cause the patient not to be mindful of those things. Uh, and, and some of those bits of information are helpful elements of guidance and others are very critical elements of, of how to take the medication. Uh, crushing and chewing for a, uh, a product that has a, a long release, um, an extended release formulation, if you crush or chew that, that, that could have detrimental effects and it could also uh, not give you the benefit that not you're work. expecting. Not right? work the way right. it's supposed to. Or if yeah. you're supposed to take it on an empty stomach and you just ate a hamburger, uh, you know, that you could have a, a lesser or a reduced benefit from that medicine. Um, other elements of that, uh, of those instructions may say, oh, may cause dizziness or may, uh, you know, may cause this, that, or the other thing. Uh, sometimes that's helpful information for a patient to understand, uh, but some of those things are really important. So problems can range from very serious mm -hmm. by taking or not taking the medicine properly. W what about, um, you go back to your doctor a month later, they may, if, if you're not taking the medication properly, they may not understand whether it's working or may increase the dosage or take try something different right, and not realize that you're not really taking it the way you're supposed to. Exactly. And, you know, that's a challenge for the the providers uh, as well as for the patients to, to be able to um, recognize and, and for the patient to, to be able to be honest with their provider about, well, gee, I, I have missed this many doses uh, in, in the past month or, or in, you know, since our last visit. Uh, and it's important for the prescriber to ask those questions as well and not to assume that uh, every patient is taking every medicine exactly the way uh, they've intended it to be taken. Um, the perfect example of that is, is blood pressure medicines. If a patient goes back to see their, their provider for blood pressure control and their blood pressure is higher than it's, it's desired to be, a knee-jerk response might be, well, let's give more medicine, increase the dose, or add another medicine. Uh, but if there's a realization uh, it, through that conversation that the patient says, well, gee, I've, I've had trouble taking the medicine because I couldn't afford it, and then I keep forgetting, that could change someone's approach to how they're going to handle the next step. Uh, in, sure. in a good situation, the provider may say, well, let's talk through this and, and you know, help you to understand the importance of it and, and maybe... Uh, give it another period of time, a, a week or a month, before we make changes to your therapy if we can get you to be more adherent to your regimen. Okay. Well, who is it? Is it mostly the patient? To, I mean, who gets the blame for medication adherence problems? Because the CDC says that about half the total U.S. population and 90% of adults age 60 or older are taking at least one prescription drug. So there's mm -hmm. a lot of potential out there. Yeah. For there to be some problems, is it is it the fault of the person taking the medicine? Well, I'd like to think it's not a blame or a fault issue, uh, but I'd 
like many other aspects of healthcare, it's a team approach. And uh, the team approach in this situation would be the, the provider choosing a, a medication that is likely that the patient would take from, uh, from an, an affordability perspective and from an ease of, of their uh, regimen perspective, uh, choosing a medicine that they might only have to take once a day instead of something that they would have to take four times a day. Uh, it's it has a burden on the pharmacist to be sure that that patient is adequately counseled and educated about their medication, especially at the point of starting therapy, but also continuing along every time that that patient is seen to reinforce the importance of, of being compliant with taking their medications. And mm-hmm. lastly, the patient needs to have some responsibility for their own health by finding ways to to be as compliant with their prescribed regimen as they can. All right. This is Upstate's Health Link on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, talking with Luke Probst. He's the director of pharmacy at Upstate. So the the Blue Cross Blue Shield survey that was uh, done recently showed that nine out of 10 upstate New York adults believe taking medications as prescribed is very or extremely important. And yet four out of 10 missed one or more doses of medications that they were prescribed. So, um, what should people do as soon as they realize they've missed a dose of their medicine? That's a difficult question to answer as, as a universal response, but I think a few take-home messages would be that if they self-identify that they haven't been taking their medications as they should, uh, they should do whatever they can to get back on track to, to be compliant with their regimen as soon as they can. Um, it, and it would depend on the medication in question as to whether they should call the doctor or the prescriber back to, to you know, explain that to them, um, to identify, does that mean I should stop taking it, or we may have to change therapies, or does this just mean, well, we may have to add a little bit more time to our expectations of getting you to the next step in wellness. Okay. Uh, there are always concerns about, you know, if you miss uh, a dose of a medication uh, for a couple of days, you generally don't want to triple up on, on your, your next day's medication to make up for lost time. Uh, all of those are very specific to each medication and should really be done in consultation with either, either the pharmacist or, or the prescriber themselves. Okay. What if you're taking a new medication and um, you're getting some side effects that you assume are side effects mm-hmm. of the medication um, that you don't like? What, what do you? What should you do about that? I'm assuming the answer isn't stop taking the medicine. Correct. But- well, you know, in some rare cases that may be the case, but in the same breath, the answer would also be contact your prescriber to discuss that. Um, I, I think the uh, issue of what the nature of the side effect is is a, is a significant uh, factor in, in who you call next or what you do next. Okay. Uh, if, if you're getting upset stomach from something or, you know, you're feeling a little uh, dizzy, you can do some things that uh, might mitigate that. Um, or you can speak to your pharmacist about that to determine <clears throat> what alternative choices you, you might be able to take. Uh, if if you're having uh, seizures from something, or or if you're having this severe full body rash, uh, clearly that's that's then an that's issue that right. needs to be attended to, uh, you know, very promptly. Okay. Now, um, what should people do if cost is an issue? If you're a patient and your doctor wants you to mm-hmm. take this particular drug, and you know that you really can't afford that, but it's sort of awkward or embarrassing. 
Yeah. I mean, what can you do? That's, that is certainly a challenge, and it's becoming more of a challenge uh, with every passing year. Uh, I, I think a, a few elements uh, would, would be important. One would be honesty with your provider to, to explain to them whether you do or don't have either the proper prescription insurance to cover that or uh, the, the financial uh, availability to, to cover that if it's an out-of-pocket expense. Um, and, and so having that honest conversation with your provider is an important step. There are some opportunities, as you might see on television commercials these days, of, of certain uh, pharmaceutical companies or certain specific drugs having patient support programs that may help a patient to offset their burden of cost for a given medication. And you could ask your provider, you could ask your pharmacist uh, about some of those resources to identify potential uh, mechanisms of getting that support. Okay. Uh, a third option would be to really have that conversation uh, and to help to identify, is there another medication that is similar enough to what the prescriber wanted to use in the first place, but less expensive, say, as a generic, uh, that would be more fiscally palatable to the patient. Uh, and that's, that changes quite a bit in terms of what is a generic and which... Yes. which schedule they're listed on or whatever. So Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, do you have some suggestions for ways people can remember? Because like you mentioned, I mean, we're, we're busy. It's not that, I mean, maybe we were forgetful too, but, mm. you know, in a hectic world, um, it can be difficult to remember to take. Absolutely. And so. I'll, I'll be the first to admit that <laughs> I have a little challenge taking my own medicine once a day. And, uh, and I imagine that there are many more patients taking far more uh, medications than that far more often during the day. So it is a challenge. I think the, the key piece is to establish a habit as much as you can. And that habit can be as simple as taking your morning medicine immediately before or after you brush your teeth or to somehow associate the taking of a medication with an already established habit that's ingrained in your okay. lifestyle. Okay. There are certainly uh, technological tools that can be used uh, in this day and age of, of smartphones and applications. There are probably several dozen apps uh, available for free or low cost that would help you to establish what your medication regimen is and the application can send you a an alarm, an alert, a text message to take your medication at one or more times of the day. And okay. it can also help to reinforce you to uh, document that you've taken your medication. A, that'll stop the alarm from going off. And B, it'll document your, your uh, compliance with that medication. And that may be used as an internal way of reinforcing yourself to look back and say, wow, I've, I've taken my medicine 28 out of the past 30 days. Good on me. Or you might be able to share that with your prescriber at the next appointment to demonstrate that you've been compliant with your medicine so that if there is a consideration that they may need to increase your dose or add to your therapy, you can at least validate with your provider, hey, I've been really compliant with this. Look at how well I've done. Oh, neat. So part of it is the, the self-reinforcing uh, approach to making uh, yourself aware and, and congratulating yourself for doing that. The other element is to create a habit that you can assign to that process. Now, what about those pill boxes that are like day of the week? Sure. Um, so for someone who's taking multiple medications, mm -hmm. does that, I mean, because it could be onerous to have to open seven different bottles 
you right. know, each morning or each evening. Um, is that, are those generally recommended? Those can certainly be helpful under the right set of circumstances. I think if you're a patient who needs to take uh, one or two pills in the morning, you can easily do that with the, the seven-day-a-week minder. But if you have to take three pills in the morning, two at noon, one in the afternoon, and four at night, you don't want to throw 10 pills of four different varieties into a single mm-hmm. box over the course of the day because the risk of, of confusing yourself mm-hmm. and, and having medication error uh, might be greater. That being said, there are certainly more complex uh, pill containers that will show you three or four times a a day Mm. that you can break out your daily supply into. So again, it really goes back to habit and your ability to to reinforce that habit using that reminder. Uh, I think it's a great thing for someone who only has a a few pills a day, especially a once a day regimen. Well, thank you. It's very good information. I appreciate you being here. My guest has been Upstate Director of Pharmacy, Luke Probst. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, HealthLink on Air.